Hello. Uh, hi, Matt, if you're listening, you wish you should be. I'm stealing catchphrases again. Um, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Melbourne Community Stadium, where we're here for Chelmsford City against Trammy Rovers in the Build Base FA Trophy replay. Game was drawn one all at Prenton Park on Saturday afternoon, as I'm sure you are well aware. And the winners will face a trip. No, they won't face a trip. They will be at home to Barrow. Um, I'm obsessed with trips at the moment because we've just recorded a Jake's Journey and a Paul Parade. So um, it's all good. Uh, it's, it's freezing cold here, but luckily we are trapped in a nice glass room. Are we not, Jake Keogh? Welcome aboard. Um, we're sort of trapped in a glass corridor at the moment in, be- in between two windows. I feel like trapped in some sort of like double glazing-esque room. But, um, yes, quite an easy trip down here. Anyone who was listening to Jake's journey, we, did, we didn't have to get off and walk, which is a nice start. But, um, yes, bit of a journey getting round to the press box, a bit far away from the pitch, as you'll probably see at some point. But, other than that, smooth going and hopefully smooth riding into the quarterfinals for Tramia. Well, let's give you the uh, the team news because there's a few changes to the Rovers lineup. Mickey Mellon ringing the changes after Saturday's one-all draw. So, in goal is Scott Davis. I believe it's going to be a back three of Lois Maynard, Richie Sutton, and Michael Heckway. Two wing backs, uh, Lee Vaughan and Adam Buxton. Jay Harris and Stephen Jennings in the midfield. And then a front three to a degree of Jake Kirby Andy Mangan and Cole Stockton so Adam Buxton makes his first appearance in a tram mission. and there's uh, a couple of unfamiliar faces on the bench as well I'll go through the substitutes now so we've got Ian Turner substitute goalkeeper Adam Mechie Adam Dawson and then young scholars Eddie Clark and Tom Cr- uh, Tom Crowan not Coffin, as they've put on the team sheet. Um, whether that's Garno just uh, is bad writing, or whether it's someone who's just missed a letter off the uh, off the typewriter, but um, typewriter keyboard. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm still living in the 1940s, everyone. Um, so yeah, it's um, we're all set for the kickoff, which is due to take place in about 10 minutes' time. Um, for those of you who've been following on Twitter. Um, there's been an accident on the A11, A14 or something. A12, I was close. Uh, I was in the, the right area of numbers. Um, yeah, which has affected su- the supporters coach, which I think has hopefully arrived, but I haven't seen it just yet. Um, it also affected the Chelmsford City players getting here. Um, and they were worried about an hour before kickoff that they didn't have enough players to uh, to start the game but I think everyone has shown up the uh, Tranmere players are going in from their uh, pre-match routine so they're heading back into the uh, the warmth of the dressing room so uh, we're looking forward to a good game Jake what do you make of the uh, starting 11 chosen by Mickey Mellon um, I'm glad to see I'm glad to see a few of them get a chance obviously Jake Kirby I'm quite a fan of Jake Kirby. I think up front, especially in a, in a front three, it looks like it's going to set up like a narrow front three, I'd imagine. And 
he's shown some good finishing when I have seen him. So I think that might be his best position. And especially, he's not the most heavyweight, is he? So playing off Cole Stockton might be ideal for him. And I'm really pleased to see Cole Stockton start because I'm quite a Cole Stockton fan. And obviously with his goal the other day, he'd, been, he'd probably been hoping for a start himself today. And then Andy Mangan back in the side, who, well, we all know all about Andy Mangan, don't we? I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised to see him get on the score sheet today. Intra, I haven't, well, no one's had a chance to see Adam Buxton yet. I can't remember seeing him play against, I know he has, but it wasn't a standout. So I'd quite like to see, interested to see what he's going to be like today. I'll be keeping an eye on him, especially. Yeah, it looks like Adam Buxton's going to play down the left-hand side. We'd leave Vaughan down the right. Yeah, I think Buxton is... Mainly right-footed, but he has played a full season at left-back for uh, the likes of of uh, Accrington and Portsmouth during his career. So, be good to see how he does on his debut. Good evening to everyone who uh, has tuned in for this evening's game. The official Tromley Rovers radio station. On the way down, I've uh, roughly planned a schedule for the rest of the week, which I will put out tomorrow, hopefully. We can confirm this schedule. Um, and we can get this thing up and running fully. Um, it's going to be about three, three or four nights a week. And I'm hoping to do a live commentary of the uh, the futsal game on Sunday as well. Big game for the uh, big game for the futsal team as they look to uh, gain a place in the uh, in the Super League for next season. Uh, good evening to Misha Parry and Alan Jones and Liam Coots who are all tuned in. El Mexing Glass is is tuning in from. Uh, can't remember where he's from. Give us a give us a, a shout out as to where you're from, Al Mexinglass, because I think you're in the states somewhere, but I can't quite remember. Um, Misha asked if it was a decent trip down. We came on the minibus. <laughs> need need I say more? Frank's community bus, I believe it is. But do you know what? I've had worse trips. Woken Woken was definitely a worse trip. But like as I said earlier, I didn't have to get off and walk this time, which is always a good start to the match I like to think we were here on time it's another another nice little bonus I suppose isn't it but yeah besides the rattling for four and a half hours sound like the back door was about to fall off yeah quite quite enjoyable on Frank's community bus I'll be doing that again sometime so yeah if if there's any disabled supporters out there um, who want to use the bus there, there is a wheelchair facility on there as well so it's um, a good facility to uh, to use if you want to get to away games. Let me go through the away uh, the home side. Sorry. Uh, so we've got Ross Fitzsimmons in goal, Ashley Miller, Baggers and Graham, who was our mate on Saturday, Max Porter, Chris Bush, he with the long throwing, Mark Haynes, who's obviously recovered from his knock that took him out of the uh, first half at Prenton Park. Robbie Wilmot, fresh from his goal on Saturday. Anthony Church, captain. Sean Jeffers, Chris Dixon, and Josh Reese. So Chelmsford unchanged from Saturday's lineup. Their subs: Elliot Buchanan, Matt Young, Luke Daly, Phil Roberts, and Daniel Blanchett. So I think it's a completely unchanged squad for Chelmsford from the game on Saturday. Um, we want to make this interactive, so. Your contributions are more than welcome. Um, there's a chat box on the Mixlr. If you want to use Twitter, feel free at Tramir Rovers. Just send us a message. Uh, let us know where you're listening from, where you are, where you are listening from, 
what's uh, what your thoughts are of the game, etc., etc. Send them in, and um, we will read them out as we go along. It's as we said last time. We um, it's going to be an informal sort of commentary, so we will guide you through all the action. But we're going to have a little bit of we're going to try and make it entertaining. A bit of if you've listened to any of our podcasts, we're going to make it a little bit light-hearted as well. So um, the um, the shot that hit the scoreboard, that the scoreboard went ouch on Saturday. That sort of thing is um, is what to expect this evening. So if you um, if you like the podcast, we hope you will like the uh, the next ninety minutes. If not, well, maybe um, tune into another radio station. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm joking. Um, so yeah, bad traffic. I'm I've not seen Tony Keems yet. I'm sure he's flapping somewhere. Um, so if anyone can tell me where Tony Keems is. Um, this is an SOS for Tony Keems. Um, I've not seen the uh, supporters coach pull up, but um, I'm sure he'll be flapping somewhere. Um, so yeah, Chelmsford unchanged. They uh, put in a gallant, a gallant performance, let's say, on Saturday. Jake, you weren't even at the game, but um, your thoughts on the Chelmsford team? Right. Well, I've seen highlights. So, Robbie Wilmot. Seems like he's got a good shot on him. I can tell you that. I've seen the goals from Saturday. Surely you can can't strike twice. What is it? Lightning doesn't strike twice? That's the one. We're not in the same place now, but Robbie Wilmot's not going to do that again. Chris Bush is a name I actually do recognise from seeing him play for Lincoln last year. Quite a fan of Chris Bush, to be honest. I think he's a decent little player. Heard a lot about him listening to the game on Saturday. So... But I'm sure Cole Stockton will give me enough to think about. Our bench, I'm quite excited to see a few of these come off the bench, to be honest. Especially my one to watch at the minute, if he does come off, would be Tom Crowen, the young youth lad. I've seen the youth player a few times. He's youth captain, scored quite a few goals this season. And yeah, I like him. He's a big lad for a, for an 18-year-old. He must, 17, 18, he's at least six foot plays out wide or up top and like I said he scores a few seen him score a few goals and a few very good goals as well so I'd quite like to see Tom come off the bench today yeah yeah so someone has asked if the team is not as strong as Saturday well it's all about opinions isn't it really is one player better than another um, it, I say it's a strong it's a strong team um, although obviously there's one or two players who are missing um, and obviously one or two who, who haven't travelled. But um, yeah, we're still expecting a, a strong team. Hey, Andy Doyle. <laughs> he probably doesn't know his own name. <laughs> so yeah, um, full live commentary coming up on the official Trammy Rovers Mix Alive account, which will become the official Trammy Rovers radio in the coming days and weeks. As I say, we put a schedule together, so if you've got any feedback or any uh, sort of features you'd like to listen to, we will do our utmost to uh, to get stuff online. Um, I've put a schedule together. It's all dependent on whether I can get people to contribute as well. So if you want to get involved, drop me a message. 
at Tranmere Rovers on Twitter or drop me an email paulh at tranmerovers.co.uk and we can see what we can do if you just want to have a chat on the radio uh, with either myself or Matt or Jake uh, just talking Tranmere you know we talk nonsense as well as Tranmere Um, so if you're good at talking nonsense we will happily have you on air um, and we can sort it out so Paul Hart, Paul H at uk. if you want to get in touch. Um, 7.30 kickoff. It's freezing cold outside, but nice and... I was going to say nice and so it's, it's a bit warmer inside where we are. So uh, I think Jake's got something to say. Um, just looking at the time, uh, the Chelmsford, as we mentioned earlier, the Chelmsford City players, some of them arrived late. It's looking like the kickoff's going to be delayed slightly. I'm not sure until when, but... We're currently about a minute and 30 seconds away from kick-off and it currently looks like no one's ready. So I can't see any sign of anyone coming out the tunnel as of yet. The tunnel hasn't been pulled out yet, so I'm assuming that kick-off's going to be delayed at least five, ten minutes. Oh, I wouldn't say ten minutes. Stay tuned. I, I think I can see players waiting in the tunnel, actually. So players should be out any second. And um, there was a, yeah, there was a crash, Christine. Hi, thanks for tuning in. It was an elephant that crashed on the A12, as we were reliably informed on the bus. So that was the reason for the uh, the traffic around uh, the Chelmsford area. Thank you very much for tuning in. We the listener figure is growing and growing as we build up to kick off. Here come the two teams and the referee. Um, you would be able to hear the applause. Well, you can hear the uh, PA announcer who was stood to my left. Oh, nice music as well, which you probably can't hear either. But never mind. Um, thanks for tuning in. You are listening to the official Tromier Rovers Mixalive account. Two teams have made their way onto the playing fields here at the Melbourne Community Stadium. And I've got to say, it's a nice setup here. Very friendly people. Uh, facilities are pretty good as well for this for this level. And uh, we've been made incredibly welcome this evening. So a big shout out and a thank you to all the staff here at Chelmsford City Football Club. So let's run through the teams if you are just joining us. The Ravers team for you is Scott Davis in goal. Back three of Lewis Maynard, Richie Sutton, Michael Ahekwe. Two wing backs, Adam Buxton on the left, Lee Vaughan on the right. Midfield two of Jay Harris and Stephen Jennings. And then up top, we've got a combination of Cole Stockton, Jake Kirby and Andy Mangan. On the bench for Rovers, Ian Turner, Adam Mackey, Adam Dawson, Eddie Clark and Tom Crowen. <coughs> yeah, it was a lovely little tune that phone to walk out to. It was a very Looney Tunes-esque with, with the trumpets. I've just noticed... Again, I think it's something you'll probably see in the photo gallery later on. It's a, it's a bit of an odd one. There's a running track which sort of keeps everyone well away from. But they've, they must have built a path in. And they've built a, a tiny terrace, literally touching distance from the goal. Which is now slowly starting to fill up. I'm guessing, that, I'm guessing that's for home fans. But yeah, there's a little miniature, probably fits about 50 to 100 people, man terrace within touching distance of the... Chelms for goal at the minute, so hopefully we can give them something to boo about, I think. Is that the right way to word it, Paul? I'd say so, yeah. Um, they are incredibly close to the back of the net, 
So if that ball is hit with a degree of venom, let's say, hits the back of the net, they're going to get hit by a ball. <laughs> they are that close. Um, so, yeah, it is a bit of a weird setup. But they're, they're all disappearing now. They're all walking off. So I don't know whether they're home fans that just want to stand behind a goal that uh, Chelmsford are attacking. But we're about to get underway. So um, enough of the uh, the rabbiting on. Um, Chelmsford City are going to get us underway. It's going to be Anthony Church to kick us off. We are two minutes late. It's 7.32. So just running a couple of minutes behind schedule. And we are underway. So... Welcome aboard to live full 90 minute commentary of Chelmsford City against Tramway Rovers in the Bill Base FA Trophy. This is a replay after a 1 1 draw on Saturday, and Chelmsford on the attack first of all. And Robbie Wilmot has a throw in down the right hand side, just in line with the 18 yard box, which Chris Bush is going to launch into the penalty area. So Bush launches it into the penalty area, goes over everyone, and Levon picks up the ball on the other side of the goal. It's half cleared by Maynard, and Jeffers just can't get control of the ball, and it runs through to Scott Davis. But a positive start from the home team, Jake. Yeah, definitely so. I think they've come straight out. You see what they've tried to do? They've come straight out the blocks. That kind of, you see it quite a lot these days, straight from kickoff, ball sent forward. And Tramia couldn't deal with it as easy as Mickey Mallon would probably like them to, but Tramia back comfortable now on possession. Ball forward to Mangan. Mangan knocks it back to Stockton, who tries to find Kirby, but the ball's just rolled off. Oh, rolled through to the keeper, but it was offside. Well, the referee flagged for offside, but the the Lino flagged for offside, but the referees let the keeper play on. Great officiating there. He sticks his flag up, but he's ignored. As is the way. So, Rovers. I haven't introduced myself. My name is Paul Harper. I'm the communications assistant at Tramway Rovers Football Club. Uh, with me is Jake Keogh, who is a little helper. He is. He used to be our office assistant or apprentice, but is no longer. But he's still helping out, so... I am very appreciative of his company this evening. Otherwise, I'd be talking to myself, which I do most evenings anyway. So, um, so Rovers on the attack, but it's uh, Bagazan Graham, who was our mate on uh, Saturday. He comes forward with a ball for Chelmsford. Adam Buxton, with his first action in a transmission, was to foul um, Chris Dixon in the centre circle. So, the supporters are streaming in over the far side. Decent crowd here. Stands over the far side looks pretty full. Plenty of people stood behind the goal. As there's another foul by, I think that's a Heckway. On the far side. And Dixon on the right is going to swing this one in. And as we saw on Saturday, he's uh, dangerous from these set pieces. Very talented player. Scored an excellent goal on Saturday. So let's see what he can do this time. 
It's about 25 yards from goal, just on the right edge of the uh, penalty area. This is Wilmot swings it in. Looks for Bush. It's three players sort of scrambling for the ball, but it's gone through to Scott Davis. And the danger's over, but a dangerous ball in again by Wilmot, who looks uh, to be the star player of this uh, Chelsea team. Yeah, like I said, obviously, I pinpointed him out for his performance during the goals highlights on YouTube this week. But yeah, um, well handled from Scott Davis here, under a lot of pressure from two or three Chelmsford players. And shout out to the Chelmsford fans, making quite a lot of no considering we're at the other end of the athletic track. Making quite a lot of noise. They've all bunched up behind Scott Davis's goal there. As fouled by the halfway line. Free kick for Tramia Rovers. Players lined up on the edge of the area. It looks like Richie Sutton's about to try and knock one in. Straight into the keeper's hands. Not not a great ball in, but Tramia slowly getting back into position now. Keeper looks like he's in no rush to take it. Looked like he was looking for something short, but everyone's ran away from him, so he's had to go long. Ahekwe wins the header. Ball comes to the feet of Jake Kirby. Knocks it back to Maynard. Maynard's got plenty of time, but no options at the minute. It knock goes back inside to Harris. Harris switches the play right along the other side to Ahekwe. Trammy just passing the ball around the back three, four at the minute. Not a lot of options going forward, quite static and Chelmsford are quite well set up to defend here at the moment, I think. Good ball by Maynard, finds Kirby outright. Cross goes straight to the feet of Church. Trammy is slowly trying to play the way into this game, but Chelmsford defend them well and can't get that killer pass at the minute, can we, Paul? That was a good ball forward by uh, Lewis Maynard. Kirby just failed to deliver a decent ball into the box and it's easily cleared away by the chance for defence and they're going to uh, have a long throw-in down the far side to clear their lines. Thank you very much for joining us. You are listening to the official Tromy Rovers Mixalar. You're listening to live full 90-minute commentary of Ch Chelmsford City against Tromy Rovers in the build base FA Trophy third round replay. <coughs> Rovers on the attack, but it's cleared away by Chris Bush. But uh, Kirby does well to uh, intercept, and Jennings plays it out to Lee Vaughan, who's got a little bit of space down the right hand side. Deliver a good ball, Vaughan. Come on. Oh, he delivers a ball in, and I thought it was a corner, but um, um, Linesman's given a goal kick. Strange decision. Yeah, it was... Oh, well, linesman's a lot closer than us. It was all four, five yards in front of the linesman. It looked like a blatant corner. I don't know whether... <coughs> must have ricocheted back and hit leave on, but it didn't look like it to me. It looked like straight house off Bagasan. We asked this on Saturday. So if you listened on Saturday, you may want to... Um, to just close, a, close an ear or two for a minute, but... Does anyone know any other Bagazans? Uh, there's a lad called Bagazan Graham playing left-back for Chelmsford City. I don't know anyone else called Bagazan. But if you do, let us know. Stick it in the chat box. Stick it on Twitter. Any famous Bagazans. It's, a, it's an unusual name. <laughs> 
as uh, Rovers have possession midway inside their own half but it's played forward towards Stockton but it's going to run through and Fitzsimmons picks the ball up looks forward he's going to launch it yeah. so that ball's played forward thank you for the comments about the sound as well um, if there's any problems just let us know uh, we will do our best to uh, to sort the sound out if we get through to the next round to carry on the uh, the old commentary so it's Lewis Maynard on the uh, right hand side just on the halfway line looks forward to find Stockton does well gets the ball under control but then just loses it tried to get away from the defender and runs out of play and it's a throw into Chelmsford City and we've been playing for about eight minutes what are your thoughts so far Jake? Um, it's there's not been a lot of clear cut chances for either team at the minute. Chelmsford, like I said, have set up well defensively. And Tramia trying to knock the ball around the middle of the park or attempting to draw almost draw Chelmsford out of position. But they've been well disciplined so far, they're not pulling. But as I say, that a long ball forward from Maynard nearly finds Mangan. And it looks like the ball's just gone out of play right by the corner flag for a Tramia throw-in so hopefully we can create something from this ball yeah so it's been an even start to the game so far welcome aboard you're listening to the full 90 minute commentary live from the Melbourne Community Stadium of Chelmsford City against Tramia Rovers in the build base FA Trophy replay welcome aboard you're more than welcome please do join in we're interactive so if you want to leave us a message use the chat on the Mixlr, or send us a tweet at Tramir Rovers, and we will uh, we will be reading those out as and when we can. But uh, Chelmsford on the attack down there right hand side, but it's uh, well defended by Adam Buxton, and then he's uh, brought down unceremoniously by Josh Reese, and it's a free kick to Tramir Rovers right in their defensive third. Scott Davis is going to take it. So, an even start so far. Not too many chances created. We've been playing about 10 minutes. It's Chelmsford City nil, Tranmere Rovers nil. Welcome aboard. Thank you for tuning in to the official Tranmere Rovers radio. Davis launches the ball forward. Chris Bush meets it with his head, but he heads it straight into the home dugout. Out for a Rovers throw-in, which Adam Buxton will take on his Tranmere debut. Signed last week after release from Portsmouth and a Heckway smashes the ball into the sky straight out of play though and Mark Haynes is going to uh, launch another long throw in down that right hand side for Chelmsford City here he goes he winds it up, he launches it a good 30-40 yards and Buxton does well to uh, win his side of throwing. The Rovers just need to get a ball under control it seems. Take control of this game as Sutton plays it wide to Lois Maynard. Ball goes forward looking for Kirby but his touch just runs away from him and it runs out of play for a Chelmsford City goal kick. I've spotted Tony Coombs 
Hi Tony. He's not looking. It's uh, Chelsea City nil, Tranmere Rovers nil. Tony Coombs has arrived. It looks like he's arrived late though. So I'm sure he's going to be absolutely fuming. It's Chelmsford goalkeeper Fitzsimons. Launches the ball forward. And uh, Chris Dixon finds the ball as after a pass forward, but he's uh, offside. And Scott Davis is going to launch this ball forward. So three attackers for Rovers this evening. Jake Kirby, Cole Stockton and Andy Mangan to aim for. Scotty Davis in his uh, preferred pink goalkeeper kit. Yeah, it's bright, isn't it? Quite a well, I suppose they're all bright, really, aren't they? Ball knocked forward, finds Stockton. Can nods it straight through to the keeper. I think that's the setup. That's what we're aiming for. The setup, I'd imagine. I think Cole much bigger than the other two lads in the front three there, and. Look, every time I've seen the ball go long so far, Kirby and Mangan have been really quick to peel off them, to be fair. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that pay off at some point tonight. Cole, very, very good in that target man role. And I think Jake and Andy, great finishes. Wouldn't be surprised to see that pay off at some point tonight. Yeah, so we were we were talking about bright goalkeeper kits. I'm just looking around the pitch. There's some bright boots on, on show as well, so... Um, everything's getting brighter these days. Got to be fair, I'm. Uh, just been informed of a, uh, a change for the uh, for the home team. Chris Dixon is stuck in traffic. If you're listening, <laughs> the. Um, the striker is stuck in his car somewhere, trying to get to the ground. So, um, Phil Roberts is starting for Chelmsford City up front. Chris Dixon is uh, stuck in traffic. So, unusual. Never, never been at a game where the striker hasn't shown up because he's stuck in traffic. Well, like I said, HGV seemed to crash into an elephant on, elephant on the A12, so that must have something to do with it. But yeah, Phil Roberts comes on. Not only has he took a spot, he's took a share. Phil Roberts is wearing a number 10 shirt this evening, which didn't help cause a bit of confusion for us. But yeah, it's very... Who says everything in football is glamorous, eh? Chris Dixon late to work today. And Phil Roberts, the man in the number 10 shirt, just been brought down on the edge of the Tramier area. Free kick around... 20, 25 yards out. Yeah, so Phil Roberts brought down there, just outside the penalty area. So it's another chance for Robbie Wilmot to swing a ball in. Um, thank you for your messages so far. We're not in the stand surrounded by fans, Stuart. You're right. We're uh, tucked away in front of the gym, actually, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the Athletics Club. So... Um, Robbie Wilmot is preparing himself to swing this ball across. He swings the ball in from the right-hand side straight to, I think that's uh, Jake Kirby on the front post. He clears the ball away. Buxton, high ball, looking for Cole Stockton, but it's gone out of play. And it's a Rovers throwing. So we're trying to multitask here. We're trying to tweet at the same time as commentating, so... 
just reading all your messages. So it's the uh, announcer. So the PA announcer just confirming that that late change. Chris Dixon stuck in traffic, so he's going to be uh, number sixteen, assuming he arrives. <laughs> so Stockton on the right hand side tries to get it under control, but he's well cut out by uh, Ashley Miller, and Rovers have a throwing in a dangerous area, just to uh, towards the right corner flag. Schlevorn is going to uh, launch into the penalty area. He's looking for some movement. He finds... I was going to say he finds Mangan, but he hasn't thrown it yet. He finds him now. Mangan. Cuts the ball back inside. Stockton. He's looking for that turn and shot again. Can't quite get past. He's surrounded by four defenders. Mangan plays the ball into the box. But Fitzsimons, the Chelsea goalkeeper, comes out and collects the ball. We have been playing for around 17 minutes. It's Chelsea City now, Tramir Rovers now. You're listening to the official Tramir Rovers radio station. Yeah, Tramir, look, that was the most dangerous we've looked, I think. Ball, Basan Graham tries to clear it, matches it off the back of Josh Rees. That's not going to be nice in this weather, let me tell you. But, yeah, smashes back off and then the ball drops to Andy Mangan, but... Ross Fitzsimmons came out well to collect the cross and then just cleared the ball straight down the other end. So I moved the ball back in possession in the middle now. Steve Jennings plays it forward to Mangan, who's dropped deep. Knocks the ball back into the feet of Lois Maynard. Lois Maynard plays the ball along the floor to Stockton. It's got to be a... JRS looked to be fouled in the middle of the park there, but... Referee Rock says no. I thought it was a foul personally, as Chelmsford looks to attack. Jay Harris making his way back. Players just player goes to ground as Jay Harris approaches him. Referee looked like a dive to me, and the referee thinks so. Also, has he gone in the book there, Paul? He's gone in the book, Phil Roberts. So uh, an unexpected starter. Now he's um, in the uh, referee's notebook. Bit of a spectacular swan dive there. Um, referee. Wasn't buying it. He picked the ball up, expecting a free kick for his for his team. No, sir. That's a handball. <laughs> so it's a tramway free kick. About midway inside their own half. You're listening to the official Tramway radio station. We are live at the Melbourne Community Stadium for Chelmsford City against Tramway Rovers in the Build Base FA Trophy third round replay. As Sean Jeffers is... Breaking into the penalty area, drags a shot, which was going well wide, but Scott Davis collects, and um, the danger is cleared. But um, yeah, we've been playing for 19 minutes, it's Chelsea City now, Tramway Rovers now, thank you very much for joining us this evening, hope you are doing well on this Wednesday evening, feel free to get involved with the commentary. Leave us a message on the chat box. Leave us a message on Twitter, at Tramway Ravers. If you've got any challenges you want us to do during the commentary, we're open to suggestions. Keep them clean. As Lee Vaughan takes a throw in on the right-hand side as Ravers look to break this Chelmsford defence down. Kirby down the right-hand side. 
He's uh, closed down well by uh, number four, which is Max Porter. He blocks the cross straight out of play. Tranmere throwing. Again near the uh, corner flag. <coughs> Excuse me. Lee Vaughan with a throwing. Finds Kirby on the byline. Slams the ball across, but it's well cleared by the Chelsea defence. And Chris Bush completes the clearance. And it's out for a Chelmsford City throwing. It's 20 minutes gone. Chelmsford City nil. Tranmere Rivers nil. Yeah, it's c clever ball from Jake Kirby. I think he just tried to smash it along the six-yard box. Hopefully it hits someone and goes in. But Chris Bush managed to get a foot to it and knocked it in front of his teammate Max Porter, who just sent the ball long then. Chris Bush with the trademark long throw-in. Only as far as Vaughan, who knocks it straight back over his head for a throw-in. Another chance of throw-in. Bush again looks like he's going long again. Players have backed right up. And he does. Flicked on by Sean Jeffers, but Lois Maynard's there to pick up the bits. Lois Maynard sends it long for forward to Cole Stockton. But again, Chelmsford clear long. It's been quite a back and forth game this at the minute, hasn't it? Paul? A few chances, but the ball just seems to be getting lumped from end to end. I think Tramia needs to start trying to keep it down more. Yeah, the pitch isn't the best. It looks a bit boggy, but um, breakaway is... Uh, oh, Kirby played through forward, and he's brought down on the edge of the penalty area by uh, Ashley Miller. About 20, 25 yards from goal. Good ball forward by Jay Harris, looking for the run of Kirby, but he was slived down. And it's a free kick to Rovers, 25 yards out. It's a dangerous position. And Ashley Miller goes into the referee's notebook as well. So two yellow cards already for the uh, Chelsea City side. So Andy Mangans, he's trying to uh, he's trying to pinch a yard or two. Don't think the referee's going to let him take it from where he's put the ball down. But the referee's talking to the Chelsea captain, Anthony Church. Is this game being played in a morgue? No, it's quite a lively atmosphere. But unfortunately, or fortunately... Whichever way you want to see it, we are indoors in a little press box, away from the uh, away from the spectators. So um, we don't have an effects mic either. So apologies if it sounds like we're just in an empty room. Uh, we are actually at the ground, <laughs> but we're just um, so someone's having a few little buffering issues. I think everything's fine from our side. So. Just keep us informed, Al Mexinglass. Buxton with a free kick that curls just wide. Hits the side netting. Looked like it was in from this side. But just wide of the target. Adam Buxton showing that he can uh, maybe uh, put in a set piece. Yeah, if that's, Adam, if that's how he hits every dead ball, I'd, James Nord won't be getting on many. Let me tell you, that was very, very well hit. From where we are, we're almost right on the byline with the goal. At first rippled the net it looked like it went in but side net and unfortunately great hit from Buxton keeper had no chance if it was the other side of the post ball knocked forward now deemed offside and there's a free kick just inside the Chelmsford City half Chris Bush in no rush to take it as he lets his team get set I think this is going to be one pumped forward Something the Tramia backline are going to have to deal with, I'd imagine. 
you might not be able to hear it, but even about 150 yards away, I can hear Scott Davis going, out, out. Not quite like uh, John Atzeberg used to do. Um, but um, high ball played into the uh, Tramir penalty area. Davis comes out and collects. Um, the audio's buffering a little bit. Okay. We'll, um, when there's a break in play, I'll try and have a little play around and see what we can do to try and sort that out. But at the moment, Rovers uh, played a ball forward, looking for Mangan. But it's cleared away by uh, Haynes. And um, Wilmot will have a throw in on the right hand side. Misha Parry is having no buffering issues. So maybe it's just internet connections up and down the country or whatever you're listening to. There's plenty of listening. Yeah, try switching us off and back on again. That normally works, doesn't it, IT? I worked 10 years in an IT help desk, and that was always the first thing I'd say. Have you switched it off and back on again? It is exactly like the IT crowd, if you're interested in knowing. But um, Chelsea City have got a throw-in in the attacking third, and of course it's Chris Bush who has gone over to take it. X Lincoln City. Well, the ball boy's just thrown the ball onto the pitch. Nowhere near Mr. Bush. He eventually gets the ball now. Rolls it underneath his jersey to dry the dampness. He goes short to Wilmot. Bush drives into the penalty area. But Harris is there to clear the danger. And he plays the ball looking for Stockton. Well intercepted by Max Porter and Tramia have a throw in down the left hand side. I've I've never seen that before. I've seen sort of disguised free kicks where you look like it's going long and it's going short. But Chris Bush there he looks like he's about to take a massive run up and then just threw the ball while he was still about ten yards away from the pitch, just threw the ball short to the fullback. Never seen that before. But if anything, I think that'd have been a good opportunity for Chelmsford to get the ball into the box. He definitely could have reached the penalty spot from there. Delay in play while Tramia. It gone out for a Tramia throw, and I can't quite see what the delay in play is for at the moment. But looks like Jay Harris is having a word with the referee. Ball thrown forward, well won in the middle. Intercepted by Chelmsford City. Knock it back to Fitzsimmons in the Chelmsford goal. Flicked on by Reese, who finds Jeffers. Jeff is currently battling with Harris. Great tackle by Jay Harris. Great tackle by Jay Harris. The ball goes out for a challenge of throwing. Chris Bush now back to his old ways. Launches the ball down the line. Nod back to him as he lumps it forward again. Ball's not been on the ground for a while. <laughs> for a while now. It just seems... Everyone just seems to, every time they lump it forward, we're heading it back. And it's just, it's almost like a game of volleyball at the minute. Long range strike from Chelmsford's just gone out for, looks like, looks like a Tramia throwing. It is, the stri strike from Josh Rees is sliced that far wide. It's actually gone out for a Tramia throwing on the far side. Not a great effort that was it, Paul. Got to be honest, I wasn't even looking, but the the crowd cheer <laughs> suggested it wasn't a great shot on goal. And the fact that it's gone out for a throw in about ten yards into the field, 
um, yeah, not the best. So Rovers have got a. Uh, oh, Scott Davis, what are you doing? Oh, he rolled the ball forward. Too far ahead of him. Almost went free to Jeffers. And he uh, he had to put in a sliding challenge to uh, to win the ball. But he, he did eventually. What was Scott Davis doing? Again, I've got to admit, I wasn't watching. I was, <laughs> I was reading messages. We're professionals here at uh, the official Tramway radio station. Um, yeah. Scott Davis came out of his goal, tried to roll the ball a little bit further forward before clearing. He rolled it too far, and Jeff has almost picked up the pieces. Fortunately, a diving tackle won the ball, and Scott Davis was eventually allowed to clear his lines. So, a dangerous play. We have been playing for 29 minutes. It's Chelmsford City nil. Tramir Rovers nil. You are listening to full live 90 minute commentary of the Build Base FA Trophy third round replay here at the Melbourne Community Stadium, home of Chelmsford City Football Club. Thank you very much for tuning in. We've got plenty of listeners, so thank you very much for joining us. As uh, Jay Harris plays a nice little ball down the right channel, looking for Vaughan, he finds him. Vaughan with a good cross into the box, but Fitzsimmons just gets there ahead of Andy Mangan. And uh, the chance for goalkeeper collects ahead of the, uh, the Rovers man who was uh, looking to pounce at the back post. It's been the tail of the tape that so far, hasn't it? has been quite three or four trammy crosses into the box now, but all of them just seem to be landing right on Roth Fitzsimmons. I think he'd be quite happy with how his work's been tonight. Not too much to test him. Throwing for Chelmsford down the right hand side. Ball knocked past Buxton, but only as far as Sutton, who's cleared out. Oh, and Kirby's jump, pounced on Bush's mistake. He's rounded Ross Fitzsimmons, and he's rolled it in. Jay Kirby, anyone who's seen the Solly Hull, similar goal to that. Pounced on the mistake. Chris Bush tries to take a touch. Kirby runs on, takes it off him. One-on-one -on -one with Ross Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons goes to ground and Jake Kirby just dawdles round him and rolls the ball home. Easy as you like. 1-0 Tramia. I did say earlier on, I quite fancied that Jake Kirby and Andy Mangan all, all game really have been really peeling off, trying to get forward at every opportunity in there. Puts Bush, Bush under pressure and Bush makes a mistake. Chelmsford eager to get underway is play the ball back to Bush no mistakes this time as he plays the ball forward only as far as Maynard who wins it in the air but ball drops to Bassan Graham and he's fouled by Lee Vaughan free kick 25 yards out for Chelmsford Robbie Wilmot stands over this. Goal scorer from Saturday. Looks like he's going to try and whip it in. A lot of challenge for players on the edge of the area. And he has whipped it in. Cleared by it. I couldn't make out who that was. It looked like a heck wave the clearance. I wasn't sure whether it was 
Chris, oh not Chris Dixon, Phil Roberts who got his head to it, but it wasn't a heckway clears for a Chelmsford corner pole. Yeah, so Wilmot whips it in near post. Jay Harris is uh, there to clear the danger. Andy Mangan looking for the uh, for the ball as it's cleared forward. Yeah, great finish by Jake Kirby just to go back to the uh, to the goal a couple of minutes ago. Capitalised on a mistake, nice and sharp. Picked the ball up, rounded the goalkeeper and slid the ball into the empty net. Tranmere lead, one goal to nil. It's Chelsea City nil, Tranmere Rovers one. You are listening to full live 90 minute commentary here from the Melbourne Community Stadium of the Bill Base FA Trophy replay. And uh, it's good news so far. It's Tramir who lead by a Jake Kirby goal to nil with 32 minutes on the clock. As Bagazan Graham clears the ball. Only as far as Lois Maynard who slows it down. Plays it across to Adam Buxton. Does well. Evades two challenges. And the ball's played out to Jay Harris. Good ball forward to Mangan. Back to Buxton who's looking to get forward at every possible opportunity. Finds Kirby, but he Kirby's little flick can't quite find Cole Stocks and it runs through to Fitzsimmons in the Chelmsford goal. It is Chelmsford City nil, Tranmere Rovers 1. Thank you for tuning in to the official Tranmere Rovers radio. As Scott Davis clears the ball forward, finds the head of Chris Bush, central defender for Chelmsford City, ex-Lincoln City, played against us last season. Stockton holds the ball up well, plays it back to Mangan. He's got two defenders around him, he does well. Cuts the ball back to Stephen Jennings. Ball gets stuck in the mud. But Jennings still finds Jay Harris and then Kirby on the right-hand side. Swings a ball in. It's headed into his own net. Mark Haynes. It's Chelmsford City nil. Tramir Rivers two. Dangerous ball in by Jake Kirby. And... Trying to get the ball away from Andy Mangan's head at the back post was Mark Haynes and the defender, unfortunately, turns it into his own goal. It's Chelmsford nil, Tramir 2. Oh, that, that was an odd one. That. I've seen some own goals in my time, but ball's just floating in. Cole Stockton is behind him, but he, he didn't glance in. He's bulleted it past Ross Fitzsimmons. Keeper stood no chance. At the other end, that was a brilliant goal. Back underway here. Chelmsford kick off quick again. Balls lump forward. And foul in the middle on Robbie Wilmot. Sorry, try and see the numbers quite a way away from the pitch. with the running track. Chelmsford now throwing players forward. Try and get a goal back as quick as possible. Wilmot stood over the set piece once again. Plays the ball high into the Tramier area. It's not a back across. Ball headed, looked like it was looping in. It's just landed on the roof of the net. Tramier needs to defend better than that. Lucky to get away with that there. Ball looked like it was about to loop over Scott Davis's head, but it thankfully landed on the roof of the net. As Tramier now reshaped for the goal kick. Someone's just asked what you could say about 
Mark Haynes's effort. It was absolutely brilliant. It was the only place the goalkeeper couldn't get to. Do you, I think it was World Cup. Was it was there a 2008 World Cup? Um, no, it wasn't. It'd be 2010 then. It was a South Africa. If anyone can remember Charles Puyol's header against Germany, where he gets forward and absolutely bullets it past, he bulleted it past Neuer. This is exactly what that reminded me of. To be honest, running at the back post and he's absolutely bulleted it past Fitzsimmons. It was honest, honestly, when you say it, it was a brilliant header. So unfortunate for the Chelsea defender. It was in his own goal, but um, ball forward by. That man, Haynes. And Robbie Wilmot tries to collect the ball on the right-hand side, but it comes off his backside as he falls to the ground. And it's out for a Tranmere throw-in. We've been playing in about 30, excuse me, 36 minutes. It's Chelmsford City nil, Tranmere Rovers 2. It's been a good first half so far by Mickey Mellon's team. As uh, Jeffers plays the ball off to Reese Roberts... Church plays the ball out wide to Wilmot. His ball gets stuck under his feet though, and um, Buxton manages to clear the ball away. And it's out for a Chelmsford throw in, which Chris Bush is going to uh, come across to take. No, he's not. Ball's thrown short to him. He tries to put the ball in the box, but it's deflected out as far as Bagazan Graham, who launches a shot from distance. Takes a couple of deflections, bobbles towards Scott Davis, who safely collects in the Tranmere goal. 37 minutes played, it's Chelsea City nil, Tranmere Rovers 2. Thank you for tuning in to the official Tranmere Rovers radio here on MixLR. Hope you're enjoying the coverage. Uh, goals so far by Jake Kirby and an own goal from Mark Haynes means that it's 2 0 to Rovers. And we are some 7 or 8 minutes until half time. It's been a good first half so far by Mickey Mellon's team. Yeah, it's been not not a dominant performance, but it's been definitely a solid performance, especially with a few of the ever-present starters, I'd say, and Steve McNulty, James Norwood, Andy Cook, like Ben Tollett. Lad, lads who are regular in the first team, not all being rested tonight. A few lads will be looking to take a chance, and they pretty solid start from the Rovers and 2-0 up. Mickey Mellon might be scratching his head come Saturday morning to pick the team for Bromley at home. So we're just getting a few messages that the buffering's causing a few little problems. We're about seven minutes till half-time, so we'll just see what we can do at half-time. There is no internet in Chelmsford. This is the answer to your question. Uh, we're going off of 4G, so um, apologies if you're experiencing any problems. A lot of people are saying that it's coming through crystal clear and that it's not buffering. So I don't know what the issue might be, but we'll see if we can improve things for you in the second half. As Lois Maynard picks the ball up, finds Jennings, who finds Vaughan, who launches the ball forward towards Jake Kirby, who holds it up well. He's got two men around him now. Can he win something? He plays the ball across, but it's going to be cleared away by Haynes. Porter, actually, it was. Jennings on the halfway line finds Maynard and Vaughan tries to flick the ball past Bagazan Graham we still haven't found any famous Bagazans but he, uh, he clears the ball out of play and it's a Tramir throw in on this right hand side 
So Vaughan throws it to Stephen Jennings. Looking for runners. He's got Mangan looking for the ball forward. It goes towards the uh, former Shrewsbury man. But it finds Stockton on the byline. Cross comes in. Flicks Ashley Miller. And goes out for a Tramir corner on this right-hand side. Dangerous play by um, Cole Stockton. Yeah, good good play from Cole Stockton. And that, that's what you want to see from him, isn't it? Holding the ball up well. And big lad, he's just held the defender off. Tried to get the cross in. He's just got a toe turn. And now Tramir with the opportunity from a corner. So Vaughan with the corner on the right-hand side. Swings it in. Looking for Sutton. Comes across. Stockton pokes the ball towards goal. He's headed off the line. Great clearance by, I think it was uh, Bagazan on the uh, line. Bagazan Graham. Great clearance. Still with Rovers. Sutton finds Mangan on the left-hand side. He flies past his defender. Whips in a low cross, but well defended by Fitzsimmons in the Chelmsford goal, who collects it low down. We've been playing for... 41 minutes, it's Chelmsford City nil, Tramir Rovers 2. Message from Andy asking how many Rovers roughly... We won't know until later on in the game, unfortunately, because it doesn't... As far as I can see, it's not segregated. So it's all... Everyone's just intermingled at the moment and... Pretty full this evening. All the seated areas seem to be pretty full. And it looks like there's a big group of home supporters behind Scott Davis's goal. As Davis collects the ball. Davis seems to be indicating he wants the ball. Yeah, sent the ball long. Stockton battles with Bush and wins the flick on. Down to Kirby's beat by Baggers and Graham, unfortunately. But only as far as Buxton takes touchdown. And it's got a Buxton tries to get the ball under control. He's just mowed down from behind. Free kick around. 25 yards out. I'd like to see Buxton after his last attempt. I'd let Buxton have another go with similar range. Absolutely, yeah. So Adam Buxton has already shown his uh, prowess from this distance. He's about 23, 24 yards out. Sports coach has arrived. Tony Coombs is here somewhere. I think he's behind the goal to the other side to where we are standing. Adam Buxton, who killed one just inches past the post about 20 minutes ago, is going to have another go. He's about 23 yards from goal, I'm going to say, to be precise. <laughs> Buxton hits the top of the wall. Levon and Richie Sutton at the back post. I'm waiting for a flag. It's not to come. It's 3-0. And if the ball hit the top of the wall, bounced up, Vaughan flicked it towards goal. And at the back post, Richie Sutton was there just to make sure. And that's his third goal in the FA Trophy so far this season. It's Chelsea City nil, Tramir Rovers 3. Richie Sutton must be one of the top goal scorers in the FA Trophy at the minute. Lee Vaughan, to be honest, I think that probably would have found its way in without Richie Sutton's touch, but Richie Sutton, well, two yards out, bulleted it in. Lee Vaughan seems to have laughed it off. He's mocking Richie Sutton's celebration with the Alan Shearer. But all laughing, all laughing and joking at the minute. Lee Vaughan's took it well. 3-0, Richie Sutton with his third goal of the competition. I believe when he when he signed for us, he hadn't scored in, was it five years? And now, not even halfway through the season, played four game, three or four games in this competition, and Richie Sutton scored in three of them. 
definitely a danger at the back post. Take that as you like. Ball played down the far side to Wilmot. Fouled by Buxton. Again, a free kick from range for Robbie Wilmot. Think again, it's going to be lumped into the box. The home dugout having a word with the referee there. They're not happy with that challenge as Buxton's come out. Buxton's come away from it unbooked. Was a late challenge, to be fair, but I don't mind. Wilmot stood over it. Challenge had lined up on the edge of the area as the ball's played in high towards the back post. Nodded down by Bush, but oh, it just kept in, but it was offside. Ball nodded down by Bush, but it looked like Josh Rees, who he nodded it down to, was offside. Scott Davis now have a free kick 10 yards out. Yeah, Richie Sutton's third goal in the competition. I think his fourth goal this season. He is still trying to claim that one at, at home against Wrexham as well, which I'm not having that. But yeah, he's uh, found a rich vein of goal-scoring form, which um, for five years before joining, he hadn't scored a single one. So he's the, I think he possibly is the leading goal-scorer in this tournament so far. Not bad for a centre-half. To be fair, Lee Vaughan's header was going in. And um, he nicked it on the line. Greedy. He must be on a goal bonus or something. Tim will tell us. I trust you're listening, Tim. One of the 177 people who are tuned in live. So thank you very much for tuning in. You're listening to full 90-minute commentary of... Tramway Rovers away at um, Chelsea City in the Bill Base FA Trophy third round replay. Chris Bush just sees the ball out of the play for a uh, Chelsea City goal kick under pressure from Jake Kirby. It's uh, Chelsea City nil, Tramway Rovers three. So far, so good this evening at a cold Melbourne Community Stadium. We are indoors, so that might be why you can't hear any crowd noise. Um, but we are actually at the stadium and Fitzsimons clears for Chelmsford only as far as Lewis Maynard Cole Stockton's going to chase it down but it runs out of play and again Fitzsimons is going to have a chance to clear his lines we have played the 45 minutes we're waiting for I haven't seen the uh, fourth officials board but we, uh, we must only have another 60 seconds if that remaining until half-time. As Fitzsimons clears the ball forward. Maynard is underneath it and he heads the ball away. Mangan tries to find Stockton. It's headed away by Bush. Lee Vaughan. Looks like he's grown an inch or two after that header. Gets ahead of the uh, much taller Chris Bush. Wins the header. And a Hequay slices a clearance awfully with his left foot. Must have took a bobble there, Jake. Yeah, definitely took a bobble. Just seen a message for Maynard is, in fact, in the back three. At the back three of Maynard, Hecway and Sutton with Lee Vaughan and Adam Buxton playing as almost as wing-backs. 
yeah, Vaughan and Buxton pushing forward as the half-time whistle goes. The referee brings the first half to a close. Chelmsford City nil, Tramir Rovers three, and it's uh, Jake Kirby open the scoring on the half hour. Capitalised on a mistake from defender Chris Bush, took the ball forward, rounded the goalkeeper, and slid the ball into the empty net. That was one nil. It was two nil. A couple of minutes later, as Kirby again was involved, swung a ball in from the right-hand side. Mark Haynes at the back post hammered the ball with a powerful header into his own goal to make it 2-0. And then just before half-time, Richie Sutton has made it 3-0. There's a free kick from Buxton, hit the top of the wall, flicked up in the air, was headed towards goal. It was going in by Vaughan. Lee Vaughan, uh, who I'm sure it will be would have been desperate for that to, to have been his goal. But Richie Sutton was there at the back post to make it 3-0. So a free goal advantage to take into the second half. We should feel comfortable about facing Barrow in the quarterfinals. Yeah, it's going to take a, a Chelmsford miracle now. I nearly called that a chiracle. It's going to take a chiracle for Chelmsford to get anything out of this game now, I think. Sammy will come out and do what they've done in the first half. Just stay solid at the back and should be safely through to the quarterfinals now, hopefully. It's been, again, as I say, scoreline probably doesn't do Chelmsford justice. It hasn't been a dominant Trammy. It's been solid, but not dominant. And then, unfortunately for Chelmsford, a few mistakes. And they're, they're almost out the game now, I think. Unfortunately, after 30 minutes, Paul, at 0-0, I thought this was quite a close contest, to be fair. Yeah, an even game for the first half an hour. I think that's a fair comment. And the goals have really come at important times for Tranmere. Just before half-time, get their, uh, their noses in front. And once the second one goes in and then the third one, you'd have to think it's a very tough challenge for the National League South side to come back from this. But um, it's half-time. It's Tranmere Rovers 3-0 to the good against Chelmsford City here. Um, still a few little issues going on around um, our listenership. So we'll try and uh, see what we can do to uh, hopefully improve the uh, the connection situation for some of you. But uh, there are other games going on around the country uh, this evening. So if I can find an internet connection that is better than this one. Uh, I was looking at my phone, which is not connected. Uh, we'll bring you some half times. So, um, as we listen to some uh, funky music on the uh, on the PA system, I'm liking that. Right, uh, right. I go to my I go to my phone for the. I was looking for the FA Cup score, but it's come up Crotone nil, Juve two in Serie A. <laughs> That's a full time. Bologna nil, Milan nil. These are all the scores. I'm I'm sure you're desperate to know. Uh, FA Cup. Fourth round replay, Leicester City nil, Derby County nil. They've been playing for about 37 minutes, so uh, of course we kicked off a bit earlier in the uh, in this game. So it was a 7:30 kick off here, just after. Uh, as the Rovers subs warm up on the uh, on the pitch in front of us, and um, three nil to the good. Would you be looking at maybe Tom Crowen and Eddie Clark to get a bit of first team experience with uh, with this scoreline as comfortable as it is? Yeah, maybe not not straight away, I think. You've got to stay out the first 15, 20 minutes of this off. Make sure Chelmsford don't get any opportunities to bring themselves back into this game. But I would like to see 
Now, if 3-0 at 70 minutes, I'd probably introduce both of the two youth lads. Eddie Clark's obviously signed his professional contract a few months ago. So, yeah, I'd like to see them both introduced at some point. Tough, tough team talk for Chelmsford now, because, like I say, the manager for the first 30 minutes would have been really pleased. And then all of a sudden, ball over the top, to, ball over the top comes to the feet of Chris Bush, and all of a sudden, whoa, touch out the feet. Doesn't really get it under any sort of control. And Jake Kirby just nooms past him and rounds the keeper and rolls it into rolls it into an empty net. As cool as you like, really, Paul. One point, I thought the ball was well to stop it at that lightly. Yeah, and it's a um, it's a heavy playing surface here at the uh, Melbourne Community Stadium. Looks a bit um, a little bit heavy. It's cutting up a little bit as well as we've been uh, as we've been playing. Um, but yeah, that was that was one nil. Tuna was a brilliant header by Mark Haynes, sadly into his own goal, um, which was unfortunate for him. Um, and then the third goal, well, that's just seemingly killed the tie off with Rovers taking a three goal advantage. But um, for the likes of Adam Mecky and Adam Dawson, not had too many opportunities in the first team so far this season. Is this? possibly an opportunity to go out and impress the manager should they be given a uh, a second half uh, introduction well yeah I'd, as much as I said I'd like to see the two youth lads come on I suppose them two equally I'd be pleased both see them both get a chance both a point both really probably fans of all you haven't had a fair crack at the whip this year but obviously Mickey Mellon sees a lot more of them than we do and at times I see both very exciting players so I think all four of them on the bench got an argument of why they should be playing. And hopefully see a few of them introduced later on in the game. But like I said, I'd like to just keep it as it is for the next 20-25 minutes and see this game out. No mistakes in early second half. So, good first half for Rovers. Nosher is in a time machine, it seems. He's a minute behind. So, if you're listening to this, the time is 8.27. <laughs> it's 8.26, actually, at the uh, present second. But yeah, thanks very much for tuning in. You're listening to full 90-minute commentary of Chamu Rovers on the road at Chelmsford City here in the Bill Base FA Trophy third round replay. Thanks very much for tuning in. This is the official Chamu Rovers radio station, which we got started last week with a live podcast. Matt Hibbert, myself and Jake here. Um, so, uh, yeah, my name's Paul Harper. Thank you very much for tuning in. We do appreciate it. We'll have a few more programmes for you over the coming days and weeks. So uh, keep it tuned in to the Mixalar. So www.mixalart.com forward slash tramir dash rovers is the address. Um, which I'm sure you know because you are tuned in and you are listening live as we speak. Um here on the official Tramiro's Radio. So um, if we get through, we'll be doing another commentary at home against Barrow on the 25th of February. So look out for that. Um, we're going to be uh, at the futsal on Sunday afternoon as uh, Tramiro's play an important game against Manchester Academy. Looking for to secure second place in the National Futsal League. Um, so we'll be live with that as well. Um, so yeah, plenty coming up and plenty to look forward to on the official Tramway Rovers radio station, uh, which we hope you will enjoy listening to.
as Phil Wilkinson tries to distract me as I'm talking. But forever the professional. I may not be watching the game sometimes, but I um, I'm always I'm always talking when I'm on air. So. <laughs> Nostrov is definitely a minute behind. Okay. What? How? How? Yeah. How do you know? And how? How am I supposed to fix it? Other than maybe predicting what happens a minute later. I'm not entirely sure. But um, <laughs> time travel. <laughs> um, are you the next Doctor Who? Well, as far as I'm aware, there is a Doctor Who vacancy available. So. Get yourself in there, Nasha lad. <laughs> so yeah, we are we are far away from Tranmere. So if you're listening in the Wirral, maybe that's why you've got a bit of a time delay. I apologise for that. There's not a great deal I can do. How many have we taken here? Um, Fans-wise, I'd say 100, 200 maybe. Um, it was obviously short notice. We took, we brought one and a bit buses. We're counting a minibus as a bit of a bus. <laughs> um, so yeah, there are uh, there are, uh, and there was there was definitely a, a decent cheer when the goals went in. So there there is a decent um, travelling support here at the Melbourne Community Stadium. And there's a big Birkenhead flag. Sorry, yes, um, I can't remember whose flag that is. Somebody did tell me sometime, but I've forgotten. Um, but yeah, there's a big, big uh, England flag with Birkenhead written across it. So if that's your flag, let me know. Um, as always, it's great support from the Super White Army. It's much appreciated by the club and <coughs> the players and the manager. So hopefully we'll give them a bit more to cheer in the second half. It's uh, Chelmsford City nil, Tramway Rovers 3 if you're joining in uh, all the time. The um, Chelmsford striker has arrived. Has he finished his Costa takeaway at the services? <laughs> well, I believe he was stuck in traffic, and that's a genuine excuse not to be at the game. So there was bad traffic problems around Chelmsford area, and um, unfortunately, his Chelmsford striker got uh, stuck in it. So he is here, and I would expect, as one of the better players for them on Saturday, that he's going to get on in the second half. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him calling a half-time, to be honest. There's only four lads warming up in the challenge for the half. I'm not sure whether that's he, because he's still getting changed, getting his boots out of boot, or whether he is coming on at half-time. I, I had one comment earlier on asking why I didn't want Ian Turner to come on. Just to clear that up, I'd be more than happy if Ian Turner comes on. <sighs> Any stories to tell you today? Um, I thought that the fact that the Chelmsford striker was late for, through traffic was an interesting enough story, but clearly not. Can you think of anything more interesting that's happened than that today, Paul? In a word, no. <laughs> but, um, Steph, we will try and think it. We'll, we'll invent some stories in the second half for you. Thanks very much for tuning in. Um, has Jake... Has Jake encountered any piles of men again? Don't think so, not this evening. There is still time though. Piles of men are always waiting just around the corner when you least expect them. So as soon as we see piles of men, we will definitely broadcast to you live. 
Um, thanks, they're dead funny. Our stories are dead funny. I love that. Um, but yeah, nothing. <laughs> so I can see Sean Garnett making his way out of the uh, back out to the uh, away dugout for the start of the second half. So hopefully the players won't be far behind him. I think he's having a little chat with uh, photographer down the sidelines. So yeah, if you're just tuning in, it's Chelmsford City nil, Tramir Rovers three. Message to Josh Woolley, who may be listening in. Adam Sidon is definitely still on Will Radio, <laughs> and whether he's trying to jib in on our on our gig over here, um, I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> he's just shown me the uh, the tweet, so it made me chuckle. So that's nice. Oh. The man who fell over. Hopefully he's alright. Um, Matt Hibbert has asked if he can give analysis by a phone. No. You couldn't even be bothered to make the journey, Matt. So we're, we're not interested this evening. Sorry. Um, you know, you've got to make the effort. And me and Jake have made the effort to come all the way down here. Beat the traffic. Get here. It's freezing cold. And we're talking you through the whole 90 minutes. Thanks very much for tuning in. Jake has something to say. Um, my message to the Glasgow Prentonian asking for a quick analysis of the first half. We might get Matt to ring up and tell you about the first half. Seems though he's so keen to analyse. I'm sure Matt would love to tell you what he's seen from his couch. But yeah, first half, pretty even for the first 30 minutes. And then a mistake from Chris Bush let Jake Kirby drive past him, rounds the keeper and just rolls it into an empty net. And then literally about two minutes later, KB again down the right-hand side, floats a ball over to the back post. And, oh, I can't, can't really explain it. It was ball over to the back post, sat up beautifully for a striker to come and bullet head in. And centre-half done it for them. Centre-half with a brilliant header into the top corner, unfortunately at the wrong end, puts Tramia 2-0 up. And then just before the half-time, free-kicking, off the top of the wall, leave on with a great header over the keeper going into the far corner, and Richie Sutton just nicked it off him on the line. Richie Sutton with his third goal in four games in the FA Trophy, which not a bad return for a centre half. That is it, Paul. Excellent return for Richie Sutton. That's actually his third goal in three games because he was suspended on Saturday. Um, he didn't feature on Saturday, sorry. Um, so yeah. Is it appropriate to have a glass of wine per goal? It's obligatory, Christine. What, why, I don't know why you are asking such a silly question. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed your trip to uh, trip to Rome. Drink responsibly. Yes, is the message we should be um, <laughs> we should be portraying on the official Tromley Rose Radio. The second half is underway. Uh, there has been a change at half time, which we will bring you any second. But Chelmsford on the attack. And the deflected shot has gone wide for a Chelsea corner. So let me bring you news of the change. He said 18 on. That can't be right. I'm just going to check the, the uh, Tramir team. Uh, Stephen Jennings is still on. 
Jay Harris is still on. Somebody's trying to mess with my mind there. Number 18 for Chelmsford is definitely on. Which is Daniel Blanchett. So he's come on and... Max Porter, I think, has gone off for Chelmsford. Bit of confusion there, but I think it's a Chelmsford change, not a Tranmere change. Anyway, well, the second half is underway. It's still Chelmsford City nil, Tranmere Rovers three. As ball goes forward to Jeffers, just inside the Tranmere half. Drives forward, Jay Harris. Just tries to nick a ball away from him, but he uh, commits a foul on the Chelsea City striker. Drink responsibly, everyone. Some of us can't make it because they are stuck at work. Any solar campus stories? Ooh. I'll, I'll think of some solar campus stories for you. But, um, to Christine, I hope you enjoyed your trip to Rome. I look forward to catching up tomorrow. I'll be in Brighton early after getting in at 3 o'clock in the morning. Wilmot strikes from 20 yards. Deflected off the wall. And it's gone wide and out for a Chelsea City corner on the left-hand side. Which Scott Davis is trying to slow down. But Wilmot is uh, going to take it on the left-hand side for Chelmsford. Thank you very much for tuning in. You're listening to the official Tramway Rovers radio station. It's Chelmsford City against Tramway Rovers live in the FA Trophy. As the corner comes in, Davis punches it away. It's back in by Baggers and Graham, but it bounces over the crossbar and away from danger. And it's out for a goal kick to Tramway Rovers. It's still Chelmsford now, Tramway Rovers free. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are live at the Melbourne Community Stadium for this FA Trophy third round replay. Rovers lead three goals to now. Jake Kirby, Mark Haynes' own goal and Richie Sutton pinching a goal off Lee Vaughan means it's 3-0 to Rovers as Davis comes out of his goal, clears the ball away. Reese can't control it and it's back in Rovers' possession as Jake Kirby Breaks forward, finds Vaughan on the right-hand side. Bagazan Graham. Clears the ball out of play for a Tramir throwing down the right-hand side, which Vaughan is looking to take. He's looking up. Needs to see a little bit of movement. Finds Stockson, but it's intercepted. And Bagazan Graham again clears the ball out of play. Stephen Jennings was looking for the uh, quick throwing, but it's he's left it to Lee Vaughan. Who's going to... But he looks up. Long throw. Looks for Cole Stockton, but Bush shepherds it out of play. Chelsea City nil, Tramir Rovers free. Yeah, Chelmsford looking to be coming forward this half. As Ross Fitzsimmons is about to go long, he's few players come short for him, but he's sent them all straight back up the field as he plays a ball forward, only as far as Steve Jennings in the middle, who tries to knock it forward, but it's just bounced off Jake Kirby's back and back into Chelmsford possession. As Chelmsford play, oh, good ball forward by Chelmsford, 
Mike Hathaway just gets a toe on in and manages to retain Tramia possession as he finds Bucks and passes it straight back to Chelmsford. Very scrappy few minutes here. Neither team can keep hold of the ball. As Jay Harris picks it up in the centre of the park. Plays one forward to Andy Mangan. Andy Mangan keeps possession well as he goes back to a Hekwe. Sammy are now knocking the ball around their own half well. As a ball, Jay Harris in the middle sends it back out left to a Hekwe. Tries a long ball forward. And he finds Cole Stockton. Great ball. Cole's just been tackled. And the, oh, ball's gone off for a challenge for throwing. Looked like a Tramia throwing from where I am, but I suppose the line is closer than me. And the long ball forwards headed clear by a Heckway. Jennings knocks it forward for Stockton to chase. Miller's there and manages to keep the ball in as he plays it forward. But again, Jennings is in the middle. He's picking up quite a lot in the middle. It starts his second half. What we like, what we want to see from the captain, just trying to frustrate Chelmsford, I think. <coughs> Chelmsford now knocking the ball around their own half. Let them stay there. Andy Mangan pressing high up the pitch as the ball's cleared long. Good touchdown by Miller. That's our man Bagazan over the far side. Bagazan Graham. Still no sign of any uh, famous Bagazans. I think Steph was trying to ask a question before. And, um, and I didn't have a chance to read it, so... If you send that in again, Steph, we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. Let us know where you're listening as well. Uh, far and wide, people in Derby and devices, devices. I'm sure that I've pronounced that wrong. I want to know what Steph's question is. Talking tactics as well, excellent feature in the programme. Just three pounds available this Saturday. <laughs> for the home game against Bromley as Chelsea swing a ball in from the left hand side Hekwe does well to clear it away and he clears it over the crossbar and Chelsea City have a corner which Chris Bush is racing to take but he's going to leave it to Robbie Wilmot and the big centre half is going to make his way into the six yard box as Scott Davis tries to clear a bit of space don't be too obvious with your pushing there, Scotty. The liner isn't going to let Wilmot take it quickly, though. He's stood in front of the ball. As there's a bit of uh, pushing and shoving. So, the assistant is just holding up play. And the referee is uh, calling a couple of plays over. Not sure who. Chris Bush. A Hackway, maybe. Six of one and half a dozen on the other is how I would describe it. Can I ask a question? Got nothing to do with Tranmere though. Ask away. We, you know, we are not solely Tranmere related. You can ask anything you want as long as it's clean. Wilmot plays the ball into the box from the corner, but it's cleared away and Stockton completes the clearance. Yeah, stops him with the touch and turn, and then clears the ball away. 
Steph is delaying the fact that um, she wants to ask a question, but is maybe a bit scared to do so. Don't be scared. We're all friends. Buxton clears a ball that goes into the uh, Tranmere box. And Chris Bush on the left-hand side for Chelmsford. Cleared away by Jay Harris. And uh, Harris um, just slid in with a challenge. Hasn't gone down well with the uh, Chelmsford supporters. Foul's been given. And uh, Chelmsford City have got a free kick about 30 yards from goal. Steph's question. You know how you like to do the quizzes in the pub with my brother? What made you come up with the name Cunning Stunts? <laughs> Couldn't possibly say on live radio why we came up with that. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question, though. And back to the football. <laughs> Free kick around 30 yards out. Jairus with a foul in the middle. And Robbie Wilmot stood over it. Hits it, but can't beat the wall. And the ball's right back now with Ross Fitzsimmons as Tramia looking to step out. But Chelmsford looking to pin them straight back in with a long ball forward. Which Levon draws the foul. Levon did manage to draw the foul there. I was just checking to make sure the referee gave it, which he did. And Scott Davis looking to slow things down. Again, this is I think this is exactly what we need. Chelmsford trying to get a lock done here, trying to throw everything at us. Thanks to Matt Hibbert, who has just pointed out the possible reason why we chose that quiz team name. You have your uses, in fact, on an evening where you couldn't be bothered to make the journey. So, Scott Davis. I think we're going to have to make a football-only <laughs> question rule <laughs> in future. I know Matt Hibbert was looking for questions on WWF from the 1990s. I'm not going to be able to answer any of those. As Jay Harris plays a low cross into the box, it's cleared away. And his father's Lois Maynard. Back to Harris, who takes one to the uh, upper thigh. But uh, Jeffers breaks clear with a ball. Wow. Um, how do I describe that? Who is that? Number 10. Phil Roberts coming in on the uh, loose ball. He's just blasted it. And uh, obviously there's a running track around the uh, the pitch. It's gone for miles and miles. It went miles over the bar. Um, a speculative effort is uh, probably the best way of describing it. Yeah, I'd hope some of the young ball boys and ball girls here are actually athletes at this athletics club. Because when that ball goes over, it goes some way. Jay Harris kicked it away before, just before the free kick. And it takes about a minute or two to get it back because behind the goal there's about 100, 200 yards before you see any, before you hit a fence. So there's a lot of distance for the ball to travel. Would not like to be a ball boy tonight, Paul. 100 yards is a slight exaggeration. But it's, it's, a, good, it's a good 20, 30 yards. Jake, obviously... 
100 yards is from there to the end of the track. Yeah, which is more or less 100 yards. He's trying to argue with me. He's not going to win. I know. I'm right. Right, substitutes for Chelmsford as Elliot Buchanan comes on to replace Phil Roberts, who was initially named amongst the substitutes, but um, our mate Chris Dixon, he's officially our mate now for getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> he actually has done us a favour because he was a dangerous dangerous player on Saturday. Um, but I imagine he's still waiting in the wings to come on. Still a chance for him to uh, be introduced into this game as uh, Lewis Maynard brings the ball forward, finds Harris, gives the ball away with a sloppy pass. And Robbie Wilmot picks it up for Chelmsford on the right-hand side. But he can only find Adam Buxton. And, a, uh, and Lewis Maynard comes forwards, but he's shoved off the ball by Anthony Church, the Chelmsford City captain. And it's a free kick to Tramir Rovers. You are listening to the official Tramir Rovers radio station. Thank you very much for tuning in. We have played 59 minutes here. It's Chelmsford City nil. Tramir Rovers 3 in the Build Base FA Trophy third round replay. Winners of this tie will go on to face a home draw against Barrow, which will take place on Saturday the 25th of February. So no home game for Rovers against Bordenwood that day. We will instead hopefully be at home against Barrow in the FA Trophy. So another game to rearrange. So Tim is going to be incredibly busy over the next few days. Yes, I'm sure he is. Just had a little message. I'm sure many of the players listening tonight, I confirm Mitch Duggan, who had that amazing month back in October, is in fact sat at home listening. Hi, Mitch. Or Mitchell, as he likes to be called. Whatever you like. But yeah, I'm sure a few of the first team lads will be listening today. If anyone wants to leave us a message to let us know. Whoa, starting to feel a little bit starstruck here, Paul. I know, messages off the play as well. This is uh, this is stardom, folks. <laughs> Someone's also watching Match of the Day live and there's an interview with Matt Elliott. Oh, that man scored two important goals in a cup final against us. I don't like him either, really. But I'm sure he's a lovely man. But um, yeah, he broke my heart that day. So, ball's flicked out off a Tramir head and it's gone out for a um, corner on the left-hand side for Chelmsford. He's dangerously swung in by Wilmot. Sutton heads the ball away, but it's only as far as another corner on the far side. So, Wilmot has uh, raced over to the other side of the pitch. He's a busy little player, good player. Scored a cracking goal on Saturday. Swings the ball in from the right-hand side, looking for Bush. Goes over everyone's head. It's fired in! And it's a goal back for Chelsea City. And I think it's number three, Bagazan Graham, is it? Or Buchanan. Buchanan, who volleys it in left-footed into the top corner. Great finish by the Chelsea striker. And it's 3-1. And is it game back on? Exactly what I said we needed not to happen. Six, 62 minutes on the clock and Chelmsford have got a goal back. Just needed to hold out, I think. 
hold out a little bit longer now. Chelmsford are going to be pushing in one more goal and it, it really is game on then. Ball knock. Uh, Micah Heckway gets the initial header. He can only flick it as far as Chris Bush and then the ball's bouncing around the box. And Elliot Buchanan just smashes it. Scott Davis had no chance. Pro they're probably fortunate with the amount of bodies in the box that it did find its way through. But once it got through the bodies in the box, Scott Davis had no chance. Really blasted home from 15 yards there. Apologies, I got I got a bit too excited for a goal for the opposition. Um, it was an excellent strike. But um, yeah, he's, it, it's a bit more shaky now. But hopefully Rovers can uh, calm things down and uh, continue with what they were doing in the uh, previous 62 minutes. So it's uh, Chelmsford City 1, Tranmere Rovers 3. You are listening to the official Tranmere Rovers radio station. Thank you very much for tuning in. Plenty of you are doing so. So it was 27 minutes left of normal time. Tranmere have a 3-1 advantage. So it's a little less comfortable than it was a couple of minutes ago as the ball is flicked forwards. Looking for Sean Jeffers, but the ball runs out of play. And Tramir have a goal kick and maybe a chance to slow things down and and uh, gain a little bit of composure back after that little setback. Yeah, definitely needs to try and slow things down, Tramir now. We weathered the storm well towards the start of the second half, but we really could have done with that not going in now need next five ten minutes definitely needs to try and slow the game right down get the ball down and try and keep the ball away from Cheltenham because like I said no team really has had a dominant spell of possession during the second half it's all just back and forth ball getting lumped at the moment yeah difficult conditions to play football on the, on the deck but Rovers are trying and um Jay Harris has it on the left-hand side. Attendance this evening is 923. So a healthy crowd here at the Melbourne Community Stadium. Especially as the game was quickly arranged at short notice. So good attendance here in Essex. As Scott Davis launches a ball skywards. Straight out of play though. As they announce it. Confirms the uh, attendance, 923 people here at the uh, at Chelmsford City's home ground, the Melbourne Community Stadium. A couple of missed clearances here, straight in the air, but Rovers have got it. And uh, it's Jake Kirby breaking forward dangerously, finds Mangan on the left-hand side. He tries to nick it past Bush, but he can't quite get it past the big defender and... Uh, it's Chelmsford back on the attack. Robbie Wilmot breaks down this right-hand side. He's got Stephen Jennings in for company. The captain does well. And despite falling on his backside, he uh, wins the ball back with a good challenge. And Rovers can clear their lines. Yes, Robbie Wilmot, who we were quite complimentary of before. Steve Jennings just sort of fell over in front of him there. And fortunately for the skipper, Wilmot just ran straight into him while he was on the floor. So Trammy and I back in possession. And, oh, just as I say that, we lose the ball. Ball's now out for a chance of throwing. Just on the halfway line. Wilmot tried to sneak a few yards there, but the referee sent him right back as the ball's now thrown forward to Wilmot. 
Miller now with the ball in possession. Plenty of time. Plays it into the feet of Jeffers. Tramier have set up well here. Chelmsford struggling to break them down. Pass the ball straight out of play. Don't know what he's seen there, but he's passed the ball straight out of play for a Tramier throw-in. Yeah, Church looking for a uh, forward pass. Not too much on. He's tried to force it and it's gone straight out of play. And Adam Buxton is going to take a throw-in down the left-hand side. Looking for Cole Stockton. If ball lands at the feet of Stephen Jennings. But it's back in Chelmsford possession. And they've uh, definitely got a, um, a spring in their step after that uh, that goal a few minutes ago. Baggers and Graham down the left-hand side. Finds Reese. Plays the ball forward towards Jeffers. Flicked on to Buchanan. Back out to Graham on the left flank. And Buchanan looks for Graham, but he's too far forward. And the ball runs straight out of play. It's a goal kick. We've played about 66 minutes here at the Melbourne Community Stadium. It's Chelmsford City 1, Tramir Rovers 3. You are listening to me, Paul Harper, and Jake Keogh live at this build base FA Trophy third round replay Chelmsford City against Tramway Rovers it's 3-1 to Rovers in the uh, second half about, about 24 minutes left on the clock As Scott Davis launches the ball forward looks for Stockton but Haynes is there to intercept and he heads the ball out of play for Tramway Rovers throw in which Buxton on his debut, solid debut so far. Couple of uh, dangerous free kicks, one of which led to Richie Sutton's goal to give Tramira what was a free goal lead. But uh, his throw-in wasn't too useful there, and the ball has bounced out of play. And Chelmsford are going to have a throw-in of their own on their right-hand side, which Miller is going to uh, pinch a yard or two. He launches it forward, but Buxton wins the header. Heads it away. But uh, Buchanan. Great play again by Buxton. Looks a useful addition to the uh, to the to Mickey Mellon squad. Yeah, I've heard a lot of fans talking about us being thin on fullbacks and he definitely had something. And he's a very solid player. He's very good first 65 minutes in a Tramia shirt here. And he'll be giving Mickey Mellon something to think about for Saturday, definitely. Tramia... Currently still weathering the storm, but like I said, I think Chelmsford looks to be slowly losing. Just after the goal, they were flying and he looks to slowly be losing momentum. This is sort of what we need. Still not looking 100% comfortable with Super White Army, but we're getting there as Jay, oh, no, Andy Mangan's carrying the ball. Great save by Davis. Mark Haynes. Looking to make up for his own goal at the other end. Somehow breaks through. Andy Mangan makes a mistake 20 yards out. Haynes, the centre-back, breaks through 18 yards out and smashes the ball. Scott Davis gets down low and makes a great save. Parries it out and it's cleared out for a chance of throwing. Just as I was saying, Tramier is starting to look slightly more comfortable. Andy Mangan gives the ball away about 20 yards out. Bush launches one in onto the penalty spot. Richie Sutton with a good header clear to Jake Kirby. Plays it out wide to Andy Mangan, who's driving forward now. Plenty of room in the middle. And he finds Jake Kirby, who's Newman through the middle. Rounded the keeper again. Jake Kirby, Newman through the middle of the fence. Rounds the keeper. So, 
almost identical to his first goal. Ross Fitzsimmons left lying on the deck as he rolls the ball into an empty net. Just as I was starting to panic again, Jake Kirby makes it 4-1. And now I know it's at the half-time, but hopefully Tramia Rovers can shut up shop now. Carbon copy of his first goal. Great run down the middle of the pitch. Mangan with the uh, vision just to find him. Perfect ball. Perfectly weighted ball. And Jake Kirby runs through. Rounds the goalkeeper yet again. And slides the ball into the empty net. It's Tranmere Rovers 4. Chelmsford City 1. And surely with 20 minutes remaining. It is game, set and match to the Green Army. Yeah. Not going to be as optimistic as, say, game, set and match just yet, but I would like to think so. As ball launched down the line, another long throw. And again, Adam Buxton, that man we were complimenting before with good header. And ball's back in Tammy possession now as Lee Vaughan plays it forward. Not really aiming for anyone there. He's just getting the ball out of Tammy off and it's as far as Ross Fitzsimmons, who again lumps it back forward. Without saying too much about Chelmsford, a lot of the ball, I have seen to his end a lot of times that the ball's been lumped forward. And Tramia, three big lads at the back, we've dealt with it well. Someone's criticising my game set and match analogy, saying that it needs to get to six to be game set and match. Okay, possibly. So we need two more goals. Come on, Rovers. Save my bacon. <laughs> so we've got about 18 minutes on the clock. It's Chelmsford City 1, Tramir Rovers 4. You are listening to the official Tramir Rovers radio station. Thank you for joining us here on this Wednesday evening. We are in deepest Essex for this um, build base FA Trophy third round replay. It was a game I didn't really want to be at, but we're here now, and we're winning 4-1, so it's all good. Kirby Hattrick, maybe. Ask Greg Clayton. He's had a good game this evening, and he's looking very, very sharp. And if we can find that little bit of space in between those centre-halves, he's got the pace and the uh, ability to get round that goalkeeper. Yeah, he's done it to Rossford Simmons twice now. Both times Ross Fitzsimmons has been to lie flat on his back and watch Jake Kirby roll the ball into an empty net. Be interesting to see what Ross Fitzsimmons does if Jake Kirby gets through one on one again because I'm sure he'd have to think twice about diving in his feet now. Yeah, carbon copy goals from Jake Kirby. Two well taken strikes, but the goalkeeper has gone down a bit too early, maybe. So, Kirby again. As uh, Mickey Mellon screams at his defence to get out. Kirby does just that and blocks the forward pass. And it's out for a throw-in down the left-hand side for Chelmsford. Thank you for joining us. <sighs> We're talking tennis analogies now, blimey. First to seven if it's a tie-break. Well, Mangan's... Breaking forward down the left-hand side. He's looking up. He sees Kirby and Stockton in the penalty area. He's got Adam Buxton alongside him. He plays in a dangerous ball. Fitzsimmons just gets a touch to it. 
Jennings leaves the ball back as far as Jay Harris, I think it was. No, Lee Vaughan it was, racing onto the ball. But he skies his effort from about 20 yards. It remains Chelsea City 1, Tramway Rovers 4. Whoa. Anyone at home, someone please go and check the back garden because I think that ball might have landed in it. Only a small stand behind the goal and it's more than... Would have cleared two stands that shot. I don't know whether he was deliberately playing for time there, but he has not smashed that over the bar as Ross Fitzsimmons smashes the ball forward. Lois Maynard wins it. Down to the feet of Richie Sutton, who plays it out. Chelmsford throwing just in front of the halfway line now. As Daniel Blanchard looks to take it. Finds the feet of Elliot Buchanan. Far too easy there. Now the ball played in at the back post. Ooh, Church beats Jay Harris in the air at the back post. Nods it back across goal, but it just rolls out past Scott Davis's far post. Tramia maybe got off lucky there, Jay Harris. It'd be far too easy at the back post. And the ball probably shouldn't have come in. Far too much time for the ball to come in. Thankfully, that Jake Kirby goal gives us a little bit more room. Otherwise, I'd be starting to get a bit uncomfortable now. Chelmsford still pressing as Scott Davis plays the ball long. Cole Stockton puts Bush under pressure, but he wins the header well. Down to the feet of Buchanan. Robbie Wilmot. Oh, Robbie Wilmot tests the Miller there, plays the ball back up to his down to his chest, but he takes it down well. And he's just slipped actually, as I say that. Needs to start complimenting these players more often, Paul jinxing them. Elliot Church now retains possession and plays it back to Daniel Blanchard. Who tries to play a forward but only as far as Vaughan. Plays, gets the ball under control and gives it to Maynard. Now Trammy look comfortable under possession as he knock it back to Scott Davis. Somebody's found the ball in Oxfordshire, so thank you for that. I'm sure Chelmsford will want it back. So if you can return it, care of Chelmsford City Football Club. That'd be much appreciated, and I'm sure from the uh, officials there, who have been more than welcoming this evening. Very warm welcome we've received there at the uh, Melbourne Community Stadium. Nice little setup, nice little bar area, and uh, there's a gym here. Um, albeit there's an athletics trap between us and the uh, and the pitch. It's uh, not a bad, not a bad little setup for a club of this size. Now uh, uh, arriving from a distance. I was sort of umming and ah about what I had come to here, but as you get closer, the, the buildings and the stands, they all look brand new, don't they? Lo- lovely little setup, and it all looks really modern. The buildings all look brand new. We're in a lovely little greenhouse, I think. Lovely little glass box. As Chelmsford looks to come forward now, ball sent long. Adam Buxton heads the ball down to Maynard, who knocks it forward. Buxton and Levon originally playing as wing backs. I'd like to see him drop a bit deeper now, maybe as a back five, coming into these last 20, 15, 20 minutes, Paul. Yeah, you got to uh, attack when it allows, but you've got to defend first and foremost, and Buxton does that. Deepen in the, in the, on the Tramir left, and he clears his lines, and he finds Cole Stockton, who a nice turn, comes inside and finds Lewis Maynard. Who's playing a little bit further forward in the second half, but he uh, his ball to Kirby is intercepted, and Chelmsford on the attack, and it's uh, Reese 
but he, his ball comes towards the Tranmere penalty area, cut out by Richie Sutton, cleared the ball away, and Robbie Wilmot, who is now playing his trade down the left-hand side, alongside Baggers and Graham, runs out of play though, and it's a Chelmsford City throw-in. We have been playing for 78 minutes. It's Chelmsford City 1, Tramir Rovers 4 in the Build Base FA Trophy. You're listening to live commentary of this evening's game. Thank you very much for tuning in. Plenty of you have been and are doing so. So thank you very much for your company this evening. Don't forget to leave your comments in the chat box. Or drop us a text if you've got our numbers as Mitchell Duggan has been. Um, or use the Twitter at Tramir Rovers and we will read out any messages. Still no substitutes used by Mickey Mellon this evening, so I can see them warming up on the far side. Possibly a chance to get a few minutes into one or two of them for the last 10 or 12 minutes. As Rovers have a goal kick which Scott Davis plays forward looking for Cole Stockton. Ashley Miller heads the ball away. Not just once, but twice. And Bagazan Graham, who finds himself on the right-hand side. Started at right-back. He's now playing right-wing, which is a bit of an unusual change. Left-footed player. Doing a bit of a Liam Rydowsch from the uh, start of last season. Playing on the right-hand side. It's a free kick to Rovers just inside their own half, which Michael Ahekwe is ready to take. 11 minutes on the clock. <laughs> We're reliably informed that the Chelmsford striker who was stuck in traffic is at the ground and on the bench as um, Lewis Maynard tries to break, break through the uh, Chelmsford wall of defence. But he uh, doesn't manage to do so. And Bagazan Graham breaks down the right-hand side. Past Harris. Cross comes in. Harry, uh, Jennings. <laughs> Jennings um, hooks the ball into the air. Buchanan goes for the overhead kick. But he, uh, I think he was closer to um, Jake Kirby's head than he was the ball. Yeah, he's not shy, Elliot Buchanan. Full of confidence since his goal there. Ball bouncing. Probably would have made more sense just to try and nod it down to a teammate. But instead, he's turned us back to goal and tried to over it. Didn't really connect with it. Fortunately for us, he didn't really connect with it because just after his first volley, it looks like he can do a bit. But he's just sent it past Scott Davis's post. He's bouncing out. And now the ball about 100 metres up in the air as it comes down. Lands on Levon. Chelmsford win it back and now Chelmsford looking to or oh, ball runs out of play for a what seems to be a Chelmsford throw and I thought that come Chelmsford corner I thought that was ran out of play by the Chelmsford man but it's on the far side apparently I'm wrong and another corner for Chelmsford as the short ball got intercepted this time they're going to look like they're going to pump it into the box Scott Davis under pressure from Jeffers. Scott Davis still gets out for the punch, though. Good clearance by Scott Davis. As it then sent back in. Andy Mangan picks the ball up 30 yards out. And he's Newman forward. He's on his way. 
Oh, great tackle by Miller. Miller comes flying from 30 yards across the other side of the pitch. Both men are now down. Whoa, that was a big tackle, Paul. Yeah, Mangan racing clear down the right-hand side, but a heavy touch allowed the defender every opportunity to win the ball. And a strong challenge from Miller comes in. Wins the ball cleanly, but he's uh, he's taken part of the Tramir striker as well. And uh, Miller's down, um, receiving treatment. Mangan is up and hobbling to the uh, to the sides of the pitch. Looks like he's going to be okay. There's a few of the Rovers players take the opportunity to have a quick drink. We have about eight minutes left on the clock. It's Chelmsford City one, Tramir Rovers four. I don't know. It's looking like a place in the quarterfinals awaits with uh, Barrow, the visitors to Prenton Park on the 25th of February. So I'm just seeing if there's any substitutes waiting to uh, be brought on. Subs are warming up over on the far-hand side. Doesn't look like there's anything imminent. Jacko and... Uh, the gaffer over on the far side, giving out a few instructions to Adam Buxton and Stephen Jennings who are over there. Ashley Miller still receiving treatment on the edge of the Chelmsford penalty. So our colleagues from um, Chelmsford City are reading out some scores. So while we wait for the uh, physio to uh, do his do his job. Going to uh, update the old flash scores. Bologna nil, Milan nil. And it's 1-1 between Leicester City and Derby County in the FA Cup replay. Alaves nil, Celta Vigo nil in the Copa del Rey, for those of you who are interested. So... Back to his feet, Ashley Miller. Looks like he's going to be okay. Can't see Chelmsford preparing a substitute, so looks like looks like um, he's going to be okay. He's just hobbling off over on the far hand side. He's being helped off by uh, both physios, Dice Bandiff doing the uh, double his job. And it's going to be a Chelmsford City throw-in eventually. But, um, so, looks like, yeah, substitute is actually going to come on. Miller is going to take his place. Actually, a Tranmere throw-in, apologies. So, Lee Vaughan is going to take it about 20 yard, 25 yards from goal. He throws it into Cole Stockson, who controls, turns nicely and plays it over to the left-hand side. And he finds Adam Buxton, who's... Looking to get forward at every opportunity. Plays it into Lee Vaughan on the right-hand side, but his cross is cleared away by Chris Bush. And his father's Buxton was looking for the shot. Instead, he tries to play a nice little slide reel ball. Doesn't find its target of Lee Vaughan. And it runs out of play. It's a goal kick to Chelmsford City. We have five minutes or so remaining of normal time. Chelmsford City 1, Tranmere Rovers 4. Substitute for Chelmsford. Chance for me to pass over. And you can hear the wise words of Mr. Jake Keogh. 
Matt Young comes on for the injured Ashley Miller there. Don't think I'm not I'm not gonna comment. I don't think he needed to go into that tackle as heavily as he did and unfortunately for him he's had to come off injured for it. As Maynard plays the ball forward. And again it's just a battle of headers at the minute. Just inside the Chelmsford half as Chris Bush and Lois Maynard seems to be heading it to one another. And the ball's now bounced over Chris Bush towards Ross Fitzsimmons. Thank you to Christine for uh, a nice little text message saying well done for the for the commentary. We are trying our best. I'm glad that everyone seems to be enjoying it. Apologies that some of you are having some connection issues. As far as I'm aware, the connection here is is fine. Um, so I don't know if there's connection issues with your own computers and stuff. Um, we have we have tried our best to kind of. Uh, Reduce the bit rate and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, a few of you are still reporting a few problems, so apologies for that. You're listening to the official Tramway Rovers radio. We are live at the Melbourne Community Stadium for tonight's Build Base FA Trophy tie. So it was three minutes remaining. Of normal time, I expect there's going to be at least three or four minutes given that injury to Ashley Miller. So we've still got maybe seven minutes left to play as a Hecway heads the ball away from danger. And Andy Mangan is going to come away with the ball. No, he's not. Our mate Bagazan intercepts. And Chris Bush launches a ball forward only as far as Richie Sutton. And Lois Maynard comes forward. Pitch not looking as bad as the one at Woking last week, I have to say. But it is cutting up. The ball's bobbling around. It's a Chelmsford throw-in. And I don't think Mickey Mellon is particularly pleased with that decision. Cannot repeat what he's just said to the referee. And I am a good 200 yards away from him. Yeah, we are 200 yards away in a box. And I heard that quite clearly. So I'm sure the referee knows exactly what Mickey Mellon thought of that. <laughs> Just been informed, Chelmsford unbeaten in 10 at home. So this, again, sort of sums up the job that the side have done here tonight. Really, really good performance. And again, like you say, eight changes from the weekend. And I think it's going to give Mickey a bit to think about on Saturday. As Adam Buxton makes another good clearance. And he's had a very solid... Debut, he can be uh, particularly pleased with his first performance in a Tramway shirt. As Andy Mangan lays the ball back to said Mr Buxton. Who launches the ball down the left-hand side, but it runs out of play. Kiss of death on Adam Buxton. But he's had a good game so far. We're probably about last 60 seconds of normal time. Still Chelmsford City 1, Tramway Rovers 4. Goals, Jake Kirby has scored two. Mark Haynes with an own goal. And um, Richie Sutton with the other Rovers goal. Elliot Buchanan with the sole goal for Chelmsford City. So it's a comfortable victory and passage into the quarter-final stage of the build-base FA Trophy for Tranmere Rovers. Mickey Mellon's team doing a professional job. 
on their opposition who are a league below playing the National League South. It looks like the uh, fourth official is ready in the board to tell us how much stoppage time is remaining. As we are in the 90th minute. Thank you very much for your company so far this evening. We want five. I want six. So I can make that tennis analogy work. So three minutes for added time. I thought there'd be more than that, to be honest. It was a, a long stoppage while Ashley Miller received some treatment, but Rovers haven't made any changes, so maybe that's uh, that's why there's not been too many other stoppages. As Buchanan gets the ball under control, but he plays it out of play. He was looking for Bagazan Graham. Still not found any Bagazans, so that's our search for Bagazans finished, because we're not going to play these again, I don't think, in the near future. He's impressed me, actually, the fullback. Left fullback, he was ended up on the right wing as Chelmsford chase, chase goals to get back into this tie, but I think it's going to be too late. So... Hekwe clears the ball forward and another nice touch by Adam Buxton. Finds Jay Harris on the halfway line. Plays it square to Lois Maynard. Back to Richie Sutton. Looks forward. Nothing too much on. I think uh, Kirby and Stockton maybe feeling the pace a little bit. Not played too much football in the last uh, few weeks. Stephen Jennings plays a dangerous looking ball to back towards Scott Davis, but he takes control of the situation. And a Hequay finds Vaughan, whose clearance is deflected back towards the Tramway goal. But Vaughan slides the ball forward to Jake Kirby, where he's uh, Josh Reese with a late challenge, and he receives a yellow card. It's. Um, Chelmsford City 1, Tranmere Rovers 4. You are listening to the official Tranmere Rovers radio station. Thank you very much for tuning in. We have very much made this evening. I hope you have enjoyed the um, the commentary. We've enjoyed doing it. Have we not? We've very much enjoyed doing it. And it's been a very enjoyable performance to watch. Even though I have just had a message through to tell me I sound like Jackie Oatley, Paul. So, I think I'm going to need the pack of McCoys down me when I get home, roughing up a little bit. <laughs> wow, what a compliment. So, I'm guessing that was off a certain professional player at the club. It was. It was. Oh, someone else. Oh, okay. Okay, we have we have lots lots of critics back at home. I don't think sounding like Jackie Oatley is a bad thing. She's a professional, right? There's a... Chris Bush tries a shot from a diff difficult angle, narrow angle. And it goes straight over the bar. And the referee decides to call it a day. And it's full time. Chelmsford City 1, Tramir Rovers 4. 30 minutes, Jake Kirby opened the scoring. Rounded the goalkeeper and slid the ball into empty net. Two minutes later, 
It was a brilliant header by Mark Haynes into his own net that gave Tranmere a 2-0 advantage. And then just before half-time, Richie Sutton got on the end of a goal-bound Lee Vaughan header to make it 3-0. Chelsea came back into the game at the start of the second half and got on the score sheet on 62 minutes when Elliot Buchanan hit a stunning half-volley into the top corner of the net to make it 3-1. But Jake Kirby was not to be denied. And on 70 minutes, he picked up a forward pass from Andy Mangan, rounded the goalkeeper yet again and slid the ball into the back of the net to conclude the goal scoring and a 4-1 victory, Jake. And just to sum up, comfortable win and a passage into the quarterfinals of the FA Trophy. Yeah, bring on Barrow at home. I wouldn't be surprised to say, all due respect to Chelmsford, Barrow will be a tougher test than this one. But still, like eight changes made before the game and the lads who've come in have done a really, really solid job there. Maybe unlucky to concede the goal we did, but then shut up shop again, went up the other end. JKB with two solid, JKB with solid performance, two good goals. And on that, I'd be tempted to give JKB my man of the match. I think he's done really well. Took both, Still a young lad, took both his goals really well, didn't panic. And Ross Fitzsimmons is still lying down watching the second one. So, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, any chance of you doing the commentary every week? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we got David Jones to uh, to do a professional job and do, sort all that out for us. But um, we'll be back definitely on the 25th to bring you commentary of the FA Trophy game. Tramway Rovers against Barrow. Professional job by Rovers this evening. Four of excellent goals. And um, we sign off with things can only get better. <laughs> Blasting from the PA system. Thank you very much for your company this evening. It's been an excellent job, both on the pitch and off the pitch, we think. And uh, you've told us. So you enjoyed listening. So thank you very much. We'll be back, hopefully, with another programme on Friday evening to look ahead to the Bromley game. So keep an eye on the website for all the uh, updates as to the uh, radio schedule. Thanks for tuning in this evening. Good performance by Rovers and a passage into the quarterfinals of the FA Trophy. It's finished here. Chelsea City 1, Tramway Rovers 4.